Hello there. Welcome to the Beloved Son Ministry Show, where we who were once only the prodigal children now dare believe that we really are the beloved children of the Father. This Father who has loved us with an everlasting love. So now, let us come together, yes, in all of our brokenness, in all of our woundedness, but also in all of our belovedness, to share with one another the impact God has had on our lives and the impact that He continues to have in our lives, so that our curses may become crosses and our crosses may truly become blessings. So welcome home, my beloved brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters, happy fifth week of Lent. Um, you know, this week is the last week of Lent, so to speak, because next week really is Holy Week. And it's not really considered Lent, right? But um, by the way, it's, it's um, you know, the Paschal mystery, the passion, death, and, and um, the passion, death, and resurrection of our Lord is at hand. It's not too far off. And so in just a week from today, um, Sunday, this is when, when, when I'm recording it on Sunday, it will be Palm Sunday. A week from today will be Palm Sunday, the day when our Lord entered, entered into Jerusalem triumphantly. But before that, today, um, this Sunday, at Mass, you would have heard either one of two readings. If you were at a Mass where there are no catechumens, you would have heard the, the gospel passage of um, the woman caught in adultery. But if you were at a Mass where there were catechumens who were um, who are preparing for baptism, then you would have heard the gospel on the raising of Lazarus, which is... Um, a picture that I have behind me here is 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 the raising of Lazarus, and so today I for for this week I, I thought I offer the reflection for the raising of Lazarus um, because if because there um, there is a already another reflection I have done on the um, on the woman caught in adultery in a different in a different place with the catholicphilly.com podcast. And you can find that on, on their website. But so I thought it would be good to, to um, reflect on the raising of Lazarus, just because it's such a, a beautiful, beautiful passage where we really see our Lord's humanity. We see him um, sad. We see him distressed at the loss of his friend. And yet he knew that, that God's glory will be shown through it, even in the midst of the sadness. But before we get to the gospel, I do want to um, share with you the, the first reading would have been from the prophet Ezekiel. And, and this is what it reads. Thus says the Lord, O my people, I will open your graves and have you rise from them. And bring you back to the land of Israel. Right, that, that our Lord has a longing and a desire for his people. You know, although we may, be, we may be dead to sin, our Lord will raise us up. Right? The, the prophet Ezekiel 
told the Israelites that that they will be raised and that they will be brought back to the land of Israel, to the land that belongs to them. And then he says, I will put my spirit in you that you may live. Right? This brings us back to Genesis. When we hear when, when, when God formed man, he breathed into his nostrils the very breath of life. Right? The only reason why man came to life, man was animated, was because of the very breath of God himself. God's breath. God breathed himself into man. And then he became a living being, we're told. In the same way here, in the prophet Ezekiel reminds us of that, that, that God said he will put his spirit within us so that we may live. And then bringing us to the gospel or the raising of Lazarus, you know, you know, Lazarus was a really good friend and close friend of Jesus. You know, Mary, Martha, and Lazarus, they were three siblings. And, 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 and so some, if, if we read this out of context, it would seem that, that Jesus kind of was a little cold hearted, but, but we need to read the entire, in the entire event so that we can see it in context and understand why our Lord did what he did. Now, if we simply read this, if we read, um, now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that he was ill, he remained for two days in a place where he was, right? If, if you knew your friend was dying, would you wait two more days and then go? You wouldn't. It doesn't make any sense, right? It doesn't make any sense for us to, to read that and to see that, but, but our Lord must have had something more, that, that even death and sickness um, can be overcome by what he was about to do. But that doesn't mean that he's not emotional. It doesn't mean that he is without feelings, because later on we see that, um, that he is perturbed Right. And so when Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been dead, been in the tomb for four days. For four days. And, uh, and once Jesus got closer to the house, we hear uh, Mary and Martha say, you know, you know, Lord, if you were here earlier, my brother wouldn't have died. And then and, and, and crying and then weeping. But yet Martha showed a deeper faith. She said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. And Jesus said to her, your brother will rise. Martha said to him, I know he will rise in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus told her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even if he dies, will live. Everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, yes, Lord. I have come to believe that you are the Christ, the son of God, the one who is coming into the world. How deep is Martha's faith here, right? That in the midst of the death of her brother, she still professes a faith 
that is beautiful and that is true and that is really powerful, right? You know, your brother just died and this is your, your friend Jesus who you know had the power that he could have prevented him from dying, but yet you still say that you, you believe because Martha, Martha knew that Jesus had a power that can overcome even death. Because Martha said that she knows that her, her brother will rise in the resurrection on the last day. But then Jesus said something very profound. He said, he said I am the resurrection and the life. That in Jesus, if you are in Jesus, you will have life. A life that never dies. Life that never ends. And so we continue and Mary, you know, she, she sees Jesus and she begins to cry. And then here we have Mary said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come with her weeping, he became perturbed and deeply troubled and said, where have you laid him? He said to him, sir, come and see. And Jesus wept. Our Lord wept. Right? Although he was fully God and knew what was about to happen, he knew that the father will do something in a few moments that would change everyone's um, perspective on him and change life. But yet he wept. Our Lord wept because his friend had died. A really beautiful um, in, 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 um, insight into our Lord's humanity that, that he cried. He cried because he felt pain at the loss of his friend. And the Jews said, see how he loved him. And so my brothers and sisters, we know what happens next. Jesus goes to the tomb and he says, you know, Lazarus, come out. And he does. He does and they untie him from his burial cloths and, and then life went on. But my brothers and sisters, it's important to note that, that Jesus is a resurrection and a life. And that Lazarus, although he was brought back to life, he died again, right? He died again. But the life that our Lord has come to give to us through baptism is a life that will never end. That even if we die, even when we die on earth, in our flesh, we will still have life. A life that is unchanging, a life that is eternal, a life that is Christ himself. So, brothers and sisters, today and this week, I want to offer you, offer all of us a point of reflection, and is that how deep is our faith? Do we believe like, like Martha? Do we believe that Jesus is the Savior, that he is 
the Son of God, that he is the Christ. And that even in the face of trials, suffering, persecutions, death, that even in the midst of all those things, or the tragedies of life, that Jesus can bring life into it, that he can breathe into those areas of our lives new life. I think that's a very important question that we must ask ourselves. Jesus says he is the resurrection and the life. Do we believe it? If so, how deeply? Do, does our faith in that reflect, is it reflected in our daily lives? Is it reflected in the way we go about handling problems, going through suffering? Because if we truly believe that he is who Jesus says he is, then we should have a peace, a peace and a joy, even in the midst of trials. So brothers and sisters, as we continue with our week, this Passion Tide week, as we, as we travel um, towards Palm Sunday, let us reflect upon our faith, our faith in the Lord. Do we believe that he can even bring the dead back to life? Can he even breathe new life into parts of our own lives that are dead. Because he can. And so let us ask him to do that. Let us ask him to, one, strengthen our faith, and two, to breathe into those parts of our lives that are dead. Whatever they may be. Maybe it's a bad habit, a, a, a habitual sin, that, that we're just so um, um, hopeless about. Even those, even those things, brothers and sisters, our Lord can bring new life into. He can breathe new life into. And so let us make that our prayer this week. Let us ask the Lord, who is the resurrection and the life, to give us new life, to give us life that is eternal, to breathe into our hearts, into our bodies, that spirit, that spirit that is he himself, who can even overcome death and sin and bring the dead back to life. Have a good week, and I'll see you next time. God bless you. For more audios, videos, blog entries, and other resources, please visit us at www.belovedsonministry.org.